With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Good afternoon or good morning, depending upon where on this beautiful blue rock of ours you are finding us this afternoon. My name is Andrew Jupin. This is On Screen Live. We are here to talk about shit we saw in theaters over the weekend, the uh, the weekend box office analysis, reacting to quite a few trailers. And uh, thanks to one of our uh, beautiful castmates here, a couple of really rocking secret movies. All of this to get to right after I introduce my three best friends in the whole goddamn world. We have first up Chris Cabin and Max Fleischer. God damn, he sucked, huh? What? He, and he looked Chris. too much like a Nazi. He just looked too much like a Nazi for me to feel comfortable copying his style. Wow, Jesus, Mizaki. Hey, uh, but, hey, uh, Chris. What, Chris. What? What? Yep. Yep. You're doing it again, dude. I, you what, are. Hey. Uh, Hi. You're reading. Where are Look, you finding I all of to, these really uh, angry autobiographies? Well, on my on my my nice bookshelf down here that I built terribly. I, I just completely <laughs> fucked it up. Uh, but yeah, that's where it's from. And hey, I, I mean, like everybody knows Miyazaki is a grump. That's He's true. a uh, big the famous grump. grump. What was that uh, that video of him like dressing down? Was it like his a son? No, no, that, no. Was it? I don't care about that. Was it like an AI guy? I don't even know what that is. But the guy, they're like showing him. It's like some technical presentation, and he's like, "This is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life," and it's unconscionable. Whatever. That's essentially what he reacts to with almost everything, including his uh, son's film. Oh man. <laughs> uh, maybe Eric Siska will remember this slander that he had on AI or whatever it was. Let's bring him in here. Hey, buddy. Hey, no, I don't remember that. I don't think I heard about oh, okay. that, but I would like to know more. And by the way, National Nightmare's over. I'm back here. I wasn't mm -hmm. here last week to yeah. this May of thousands. I know. Yes. I know. You were a little birthday boy last week. I was. I was a little pig and shit, wasn't I? <laughs> drunk before noon, I hope. Oh, of course. That's every day. So well, birthday is uh, drunk before nine. Oh, nice, dude. That's yeah. So it's your birthday, them airplane rules coming to Oh, Exactly. International <laughs> affair. Uh, and last but not least, you know him, you love him, Mr. Steven Sadak. My God, I'm, I'm stuck inside the Little Mermaid remake. I, I can't see anything. <laughs> I can't see anything. You're talking about the cinematography, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Everything's so photorealistic and shitty and I'm scared. Uh, well, that's what's ooh, great about fish. it. Steve, that's what's mm -hmm. great about it, dude, because you know, under the sea it's pretty dark, so that's yeah. realistic. Wait, hold on. Follow, I think follow I, Sebastian. I, follow okay, Sebastian. Wait, wait. He's, if he's I just kissed this lady and Oh my god, there we are. <laughs> oh, oh now wow. you're everything's so good now. Now you got crabs from I do got crabs. Like yeah. I just made out with a real photorealistic crab. I put my tongue inside. What is the point of that? How, is that I, interesting for children to see a real no, animal talk no, to you? 
It's not. It's, it's just because that's what they that, that's what they, they want. The thing they want things to look more realistic. Like why? That's what how they can make like drama. Like they want. They don't want the creative endeavor anymore. So Speaking like of animation the, has like style and is creative. Yeah, Chris, like this is the this is the Nazi view on art, right? Everything has to be realistic. Yeah. Yes. That's. Heaven I mean, forbid, it is at, dynamism. Something exciting yes. to look at. Here's the thing. I'm sorry. That color. It does not matter how realistic your shit looks when you were talking uh, crabs, fish, and birds that <laughs> yes. can all speak English. Yes, okay. exactly. Yes. It's terrifying. I, I don't understand it. It's always and been I, so weird. And also, because they do it, it's not just them that do it. Like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Splinter being photorealistic is so weird. <laughs> to this day, the new ones yeah. look so weird to me because of oh, that Oh, it's shit. disgusting. It's disgusting. It's, uh, um ugh. People are uh, people are going fucking nuts because, uh, of course, there's people out there that remembered the thing that I couldn't. So apparently, it's a clip of Miyazaki. A team is showing him uh, their like CGI animation engine in something Ugh. called uh, the Kingdom of Dreams and Madness. Oh, dear and God. yeah, they're showing this. This person sums it up. Young anima animation team shows him what their CGI animation engine can do. And they're showing him a video that has zombies and shit. And he's yeah. like totally nonplussed. Like, you will bring about the death of our medium and shit yeah. like that, which is pretty great. This is garbage. <laughs> That's right. Uh, a lot of garbage to get to this week, gang. Let's run the numbers. This is Highest Gross. So we had a couple of uh, new players on the block this oh. week. Um, first should, of all, yeah, I should say off the yeah. top, I did not go to see a movie this weekend out of solidarity with the writer's strike. Oh, <laughs> wow. of I'm a good person. Oh, of course, Eric. Yes. That's well, actually, not the beautiful reason. boy. <laughs> Speaking of you didn't stream strike, anything either, did you? You forgot no, to stream. I, I edit, stream no. Well, I stream stuff. The, the, oh, wait, oh, oh, wait, is that is that, oh, really? Oh, shit. Oh. That's what the contract's oh, about. Interesting. Interesting. Speaking of the writer's strike, I saw something uh, the other day. I was like, Blade now delayed due to the writer's strike. Sure. Which is like, you know what? Me yep. going to the gym is delayed due to the writer's strike. I was just, oh my God, I was just about to go. Oh no. We were just yeah. about to make the Blade movie. Uh, oh. uh, George R.R. R. Martin was about to finish it. And he's like, yes. you know what? Out of solidarity, I'm not going to finish the book. I'm going to keep right. it in the fucking closet. Uh, that is yeah. right. Oh, rats. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know, speaking of movies that should have been kept in the closet, I don't know, put this one back in. It ain't done yet. Love again. Oh. Number five at the box office. Dude, she is over 200, man. This Priyanka Priyanka. Chopra Jonas. Yeah. Here? Yes. Yeah. They shouldn't be what letting else, her in movies. Um, she's, what she's, else would she's I know a TV from? actress. Well, oh, she's okay. Now she's on that, uh, that Russo Citadel. brothers. The Citadel. Oh, Citadel. Yeah, That's a could. Russo Brothers thing? It oh, is. yeah, maybe. Yikes. You can sitter this one out. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, uh, but this debuted from Sony. Another just gross failure from Sony. $2.4 million you, on a wide release. You have to imagine this is all Cel Celine Dion uh, hardcore fans, right? Like, yeah. She's I don't in know, a movie. Dude, this, I guess this that's number, the whole thing. But this number is so low, dude. Where are those fucking Celine fans? Well, I, I know like, there's armies in no, the fucking hundreds of thousands. This is the first time I'm hearing about this movie. That's Eric, right. And I go I, to the movies every week, except for this weekend. So. Can I tell you uh, that this is a stay tuned for one reason? Do you, does anyone know what this movie is actually about? No. Oh, yeah. She. Uh, let me see if I get this right, Steve. Her fiance eats shit. Yep. And then she's feeling raw about it. So she uh, starts texting the phone number 
and it turns out his this dead guy's phone number <laughs> has already get, been given away to another sexy dude. Ooh. Exactly. It's like from yeah. Beyond the Grave. Frankencock. Yes. Oh, Frankencock. I, I, I would have liked it more if there was no other sexy guy and it was just a ghost. If we're talking uh, dumb as shit personal shopper, I'm really happy. <laughs> then. Then, I, then I'm on board. Then I'm really Who is this? Good. Who's the fella? Uh, isn't like, that the Sam um, Sam Hume? Outlander guy? Chris, you're, I don't what you're doing know. is you are uh, remaking P.S. I Love You as a movie called Three Ghostly Dots, which I really yeah. like. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm texting me. you from beyond the grave. <laughs> I'm here with your brother. <laughs> I'm using your data. He sends a dick pic and it's just a, a pelvic bone. Is <laughs> <laughs> it the outline? Fucking <laughs> skeleton. <laughs> yeah. It's Someone, a boner. Technically, a skeleton's a boner. Uh, sure. Where was it now? Someone had. I, I, I'm going to address this because it comes up quite a bit. I don't know what is so confusing about it. Michael uh, chimes in. Just joined the the broadcast here. Andrew's just slugging on some white lightning, folks. You never put just seltzer in a mason jar. I don't know why this is such a fucking mystery. It's moonshine, my friend. <laughs> I oh, wish, yeah. man. It ain't my birthday, dude. I can't be fucking <laughs> drinking that early. <laughs> sure. So no, I folks at home. I, Just I, some so yeah, water. I think I think that's the Outlander guy, uh, the yeah, Irish, okay. very handsome Irish big fella. Uh, sure. that's, that's great. Uh, yeah, so we'll be uh, we'll be tuning into that never. Um, <laughs> but here we go, uh, week two. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Nice. Uh, still holding in there. Another uh, three point three eight mil. Yeah, it's a, it's a good hold for a, yeah. a movie such as that, um, especially with things coming out that may have uh, swayed the audience attention so- there. Still highly suggested. If you haven't seen it yet, absolutely go see it. It's a really That's nice right. movie. Um, <laughs> keeping uh, keeping steady-ish at uh, number three is Evil Dead Rise. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and we all know that guy. Raking another, you know, just over five and a half mil. Not too shabby. Um, oh, that might be my plane movie. We're going to have to see. Or, actually, let me know. Is, is that not a plane movie? Is it getting a little too sexy? Or, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, <laughs> Lord, no. no. but you know what I mean? Like, is it or, or too gross where, like, if there's like a five-year-old behind me, I'm the asshole. Oh, well, yeah. Like, yeah it's that you don't want. It's very gross. Yeah. I, I, it is very gr- Also, I don't know if the lighting is something you're going to oh, be able to. Gotcha, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. It, it is not very good in that movie a, either. A blanket over the back of the <laughs> other guy's seat. <laughs> and, that would just Maybe be that this. would work. Maybe. Uh, cool. Excuse me. This is my movie for it. Where's my diet coat? <laughs> you're just tapping the guy in front of you. Uh, excuse me. I have to give you. I, I do this every time. You're going to have a little blanket behind your head just for a little bit. Just a little bit. I need bit. you I'm to sorry. sit back. I need you to put your head back to secure my movie for it. It's very expensive, I promise. I think it's, it's, nice, it's very reasonable. The price you're paying on these airline tickets. Right. Oh, I got uh, it. What about the food, Steve? <laughs> great question. Dude, great. That needs to be explored for comedy. Somebody, right. oh, that someone should. needs to do it. Someone Especially the small that. items, you know, the yeah. snack food, like the peanuts, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Somebody needs to do that. Somebody needs to blow the lid <laughs> off them peanuts. Uh, so our our friend here rocked from the number one spot. Our friend oh, no. here, Mario. Yes. Uh, Mario. friend. Number two, another fucking over 18 and a half million. The only thing uh, that can kill Chris Pratt is Chris Pratt, it seems. That's, that's it. right, yeah, dude. Right. He's, he's got a real time cop scenario on his hands here. Uh, I will say. Uh, I think which, he's gonna know, be the. I think he's gonna be the kid from Hereditary eventually. I don't know. They keep on putting him in these movies where he isn't that good, but like the movies themselves do incredibly. Like 
I, I don't think anybody is seeing Super Mario Brothers because Chris Pratt is in it. No, no I don't no, think no. it matters. I don't think it matters no. at all. And like, I guess Guardians to a degree because he is such a big deal at this point. But like, the wh- whatever that Amazon show is, all that show. I'm oh like, no, no, no! Nobody's what, watching this for oh, him. What the Terminalist? I think we just yes, said yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If people watch that shit, but it is not for him. It is because no. of yeah. the material. Also, those are shut-ins. You know, they just you know, yes, like <laughs> an old veteran. You know, with his little glass of actual <laughs> white lightning. Just <laughs> I'm watching this show. You know, I, I, I've never, I've never made myself a Terminalist. I'm gonna, yeah. you know, <laughs> thank you, Chris Pratt. I'm gonna make myself a Terminalist. But well, yeah. my, my kids don't talk to me anymore. Might as well watch the terminal list. <laughs> I just don't That's think right. the demographic watching that show is necessarily running out for Chris Pratt, Pratt feature films. Yeah. Yeah. No, if you are 100% cut off from speaking to your family, that show is oh, for you. Yeah. <laughs> Those ones. It's, the boy, it's the boy from the Friday Night Lights. He's in it oh. too. Don't you like him? Which one? Uh, Taylor Kitsch. Oh, we'll see now. That's a different don't you don't you dare. He's gonna do it. <laughs> He's uh, gonna do it. Speaking of doing it, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume Three, <laughs> number one, uh performing right pretty much at the tracking, $114 million. Do you think yeah. it'll fall like a rock next week? Great hope. question. Baby. Oh, um, baby, do I hope. I I mean, I, yeah. We'll get into all of it. Uh, I think I liked I it's pretty safe to say I liked it the most out of everybody, but yep. I do think that it might fall a little bit because I think there might be some bad word of mouth about the stuff that people don't like, uh, which is the animal yeah. stuff. And I think that might yeah. turn some people off, maybe rightfully or wrongfully, well, but I I, I, an, I animal really. stuff. <laughs> no, well, you, I wish you wish you I know. fucking wish yeah really I honestly, fucking Aaron. wish um <laughs> I mean I don't know what I don't even know what next week release wise is I don't have it in it's, my head right it's now quiet. it's quiet it's yeah. quiet okay. okay. it my in my in my coast then for I will Vin, yeah. Vin comes out the weekend after I will say, mm. just because we were talking about Chris Pratt I like him in all these movies and I think he's really great in this one as well um Look, yeah. it's 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 a it's it's the exception to the rule of Chris Pratt. I just I like him as Star Lord. They they're written well for him, and yeah. this movie he he has the least to do in the in the, in the three of the films that he's that he's leading. But I, I I still was like, oh wow, Chris Pratt as Star Lord still bringing it. I'll I'll yeah, I like the character. He's, he's a he's a comedy actor, and that's the yes. problem with even stuff like Jurassic World is not comedy enough for him. Yes, sure. yeah, for sure. Uh, it's a handsome well, guy. It's handsome guy stuff. We'll I don't get like into it more. Stuff. We'll get into it more when we talk about it. But I will say, just looked it up. Next weekend, uh, it's something. It's right in time for Mother's Day, so this mm-hmm. makes sense. Book Club, the next chapter. Oh, is like, well, actually, the- it might get fucked then because Book Club Two could just storm in and fuck the Guardians. Right? <laughs> what? Up. What is Book Club now? Is this a randy old ladies getting shagged? Yes, exactly. Precisely. precisely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I it's, it's like. Hotel, Marigold Hotel, but with like American actors. Right, and they put the bookmark in her. Uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> it's, it's 80 for Brady's first version. It's the first uh, 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 version of that. Is, oh, yeah. uh, and you have Jane Fonda in both of them. Yes, she is in both. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You work all week, you run around, you make sure you're taking care of your boss, your coworkers, suppliers, clients, and whatever else you have there. Then on the weekend, you want to cut loose. So you see family and friends, spend time catching up and dedicating time to those important people in your life. But when do you spend time on yourself? And you know what? Sleep does not count. 
I'm in the same boat. Honestly, you add Eric Siska into that mix, it's a total time suck, ladies and gentlemen. And that's why I look forward to my weekly therapy session for just that reason. It's a great place where I can spend time bettering myself and work on those issues that are important to me. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com WHM today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash W-H-M. Do you think that they'll uh, have those Italian bookmarks that I made of the Guardians of the Galaxy little I crossover? I think, dude, because guaranteed they didn't fucking use them all up in 2014. <laughs> no. Oh, no, they're in a, they're in a fucking right. land, an Italian landfill We should somewhere. mention <laughs> that Italian bookmark story is on our Patreon-exclusive Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 podcast that is available That's on right. Patreon right now, patreon.com slash wehatemovies. Yeah. All those you- were dumped from a plane over <laughs> Uganda. <laughs> And like Nabwana IgG is the only person who can get them now. Like they, we they're want gone. Food, otherwise, not bookmarks. <laughs> uh, all right. So just real quick in the art market here, Chile uh, seventy six opened up uh, from the good folks at Kino Lorber's on two screens here in New York. Sixteen K. I do want to see it. It's supposed to be a very good political thriller. It was at New Directors New Films. I missed it. Um, but yeah, really looking I forward heard- to that. So Chris, you had another um, another yeah, art I- market thing. I, I did. I, I I will say I heard quite a lot about Chile seventy six. I, I think it's been. Yeah. Uh, I've been getting spanned by Kino about it. I saw a, a movie that I wanted to cover during our New York Film Festival coverage because it, it was there. Uh, it was also at Toronto last year. Uh, Queens of the Qing Dynasty. It's uh-huh. from a Canadian director named Ashley McKenzie who did a movie called Werewolf a couple of years ago. That is really fucking good. It's uh, great, one of the, man. That's a tough movie, but yes. Really, really, really uh, lean and mean uh, addiction drama. Uh, uh, and this is about uh, a similar terrain. It's about uh, uh, a, a young person with um, mental illness and they make a relationship with their volunteer advocate at a hospital. And it is, but it, that's like the basic story. But uh, Ashley McKenzie does all this weird, wild stuff with trying to evoke the interior life and like, putting attention to a lot of the things I didn't think were put uh, into attention with Guardians of the Galaxy or any, much of anything else on the top five other than uh, Are You There, God, Me, Margaret. Uh, it's only, as I far as I know, it's only at Metrograph right now. I assume it will go on the VOD market very soon after that. Yeah. Um, but if you're in New York, uh, I would suggest going and seeing it on the big screen. If not, I would look out for it on VOD. It's really, really worth seeing. There you go. Chris Cabin Art Corner update. Uh, all right, gang. So moving ahead here, before we get to uh, the rest of the stuff here, we got to take a quick break because, fellas, we are going on tour uh, very, very soon. You may even say the first show is next week. Wow. Yes. God. Uh, Here's hoping this cold is gone. That's, that's what we're hoping for. <laughs> uh, we will be talking Star Trek for The Voyage Home at Cobb's Comedy Club in beautiful San Francisco, California. That's on May 18th. Uh, very excited for that. It's the first time we're talking Star Trek in person. Bring, a, bring you know, a blanket, maybe some slippers. We're going to be there yeah. a while, gang. <laughs> also, is- ponchos. We will be bringing watermelons. Uh, yes. And also, we'll be dressing them up as whales and then smashing them. 
That's right. Uh, and then on the 22nd, it's a Monday night. Uh, extend your weekend to come see us at Hollywood Improv. Talking Twins, the Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito comedy masterpiece. Uh, I got to say, this show may be sold out well, by the time we're done update, with this episode. Update, update, It is sold uh, out now. Oh, well, there oh, you go. There there you go. go. It just, it just sold out. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, so... Sorry about that, folks. The uh, twin show is indeed sold out. Uh, very just, cool. Very, uh, you know, very like our L.A. audiences. Yes. Thank you, L.A., for supporting our show and coming out. All the yes, more we, reason for San Francisco not to fuck around on that Star Trek show. You're going to get you're going to get sold out, too. You want you want to get mm -hmm. them ticks. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. Uh, so, folks, you know, there uh, there's always stuff coming down the movie poop shoot. And uh, we got to catch these trailers while we kind of figure out what we may be making fun of at the end of the year. So this is a segment we like to call trailer segment. All right. The first one up, I think we're all pretty excited for it. Hmm. Denny Villeneuve's Dune Part 2. Uh, you know, the not sequel, but continuation of, we should say, uh, his 2021 Dune movie, uh, which I loved quite a bit. Which we actually, we did a, did a WLM on that one. Yeah, I believe. we did. Yeah. That, that's also an exclusive episode available on Patreon right now. Yeah. yeah I mean, um, I'm excited because, because the first one ends when she's like, so uh, what do you want for lunch? And he's like, ah, and they cut. And that's the end yeah. of the movie. So like, <laughs> we'll find out what, what uh, he wants for uh, lunch. And then when we're at the lunch. <laughs> Could you pass the spice? <laughs> His eyes are turning all fucking blue. He's just chowing down. Where do you uh, want right, me to so put this chicken? Where did you want me to put no. the chicken? Oh. Between okay. your knees. Oh. <laughs> yes. Uh, so here we go. Dune part two. You got this queued up here, folks? I, I do. do. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, and folks at home should say, by the way, uh, as tradition now, of course, uh, in the episode description here below on YouTube, you can find the exact trailer links to the stuff we'll be watching if you want to watch along. So here we go. Dune part two in three, two, one, go. Is this a trailer before a trailer? That's a Dune. No, I, said a, dune. no I, think, I think we're it in it. It is a Dune. Okay, they, we're in it. Okay. They opened on a Dune. <laughs> okay. Man, just talking to someone about swimming. Sand swimming. <laughs> we go sand no, he's swimming. He's talking about water swimming. I think he's probably talking about like Scrooge McDuck money swimming with these <laughs> oh, fancy houses here. Ooh, Florence Pugh. I got to be honest, man. If I was that uh, Tom Holland dude, a little twerpy guy, yeah. and this other little twerpy guy is working with my girlfriend, I'd be like, hey, oh, man, yeah. watch out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on, She's Steve. Got you gotta be cool with guy friends, okay? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you gotta cool it out. Uh oh, Austin Butler. Here comes Elvis. Ooh, Drax. Yep. Oh yeah. So many bald weirdos. I love uh -huh. it. <laughs> right. This just looks so fucking gorgeous, man. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, here we go. You know, it would be a turn for Denny to do something like this, but when he like mounts the the worm here. If the movie cut to like a Kenny Loggins tune, <laughs> oh yeah, that would be pretty right. right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, Danger Zone would also oh, work. Zone it should work. be a giant groundhog that dances instead of a worm. <laughs> buy Arrakis? You'd like to buy Arrakis? Oh my God, Rodney Dangerfield is the Harkonnens. Oh, 
better put the princess back in. She's not done yet. No, but the blue eyes look good on you, though. <laughs> nice sandworm. Did it come with a pair of pants? Oh. <laughs> You got, yeah, oh, you're going to have yeah. Bill Murray looking for these sandworms, you know? Mm-hmm. Right, sandworm. yeah. You think you run this desert? <laughs> I'm going to show you a thing or two, sandworm. <laughs> oh, look sandworm, at those thropters, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Zendaya is good in these movies, man. Yeah. They're in well, this, she, the she's first barely one. in that first one, so I'm excited to watch her do more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 Now we are fucking talking. Oh, yeah. You know, you got to look out for those uh, Harkonnens. I hear they're brutal. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. hear. It's going to be a long summer and fall waiting for this movie, man. Yeah, dude. Um, But, yeah, I'm super pumped. I was actually reminded because I'm still, I'm still, you know, I said I was going to have it done before the first movie came out, did not happen. Uh, but I'm trying to go through that book. And it's just hilarious to me how, remember when everybody was pissed off when that first movie came out? Because they were like, huh, typical male directors and day is just not even given anything yeah. to do. And everybody was like, you didn't read the book. Yeah. You didn't read the book. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was funny. People are ignorant. I always love when people get off. mad about stuff immediately. Sure. That's, that's, <laughs> oh, the, yeah. that's the best time to get mad about yeah. something. Like, immediately. <laughs> Um, gonna get some. Here's something to get mad about, man, because I am sick and tired of seeing fucking red doors. I'll tell you what, insidious. The red door. Well, I see a red door and I want to paint it black, (laughs) dude. Honestly, I wish somebody would. Yep, totally. Because as Steve and I discussed on the uh, wrap up, the series wrap up of Star Trek Picard, one of our uh, mutual problems with it was the red door imagery. It's way too Stranger Things. Now you got a red door there. You got a red door here. I mean, red doors in the fucking title of this one, man. Red door and American Beauty. Maybe, maybe Mudo Suvari is behind this red door <laughs> with their flower titties. Is in the nether zone. Then that <laughs> oh, this yeah. really could get really bad. Card was probably ghosts on that. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> oh no, there's a red no. door, Mister Data. Perhaps there's a ghoulie or boogie man in it. <laughs> uh, but yes, this is uh, Insidious: The Red Door, uh, directed by Patrick Wilson, by the way. Wow, uh, due out him. this summer. Yeah, totally. Um, I did not see the fourth one of these. I've I've seen one through three. Ooh, one yeah. and done. And I might I might see this one, but I might not watch any of the other ones in between. <laughs> don't really need to. Yeah, I think that's gonna be with the movie. I, you can I read the Wikipedia page. If I you, mean, if yeah, you, I was gonna say lost. <laughs> well, this I mean, we'll watch the trailer, Chris Cabin, but it's a clear like this is connected to those earlier movies. So okay. there might be some confusion here. We also do have a trailer for the trailer. Uh, but this is Insidious the Red Door in three, two, one, go. Well, here it comes. Yep. Oh, we're counting down. Lid Shea got the trailer oh, for the trailer. Oh, yeah. That's what's going to happen. Oh, look. Oh, we just watched it. It's happening again. <laughs> that The demon in that first movie still scares the shit out of yeah. me, man. It's great. Is he mementoing? Uh, yeah, I think he's like losing his mind because he's uh, been like traveling through the ghost realm and whatnot. Ooh. You do that enough times, dude, your brain turns into Swiss cheese. <laughs> Absolutely, man. <laughs> then you're getting strangered like this guy now. Oh, there was no one oh. there. Oh, wait. Yep. 
Oh, that happened. Oh, look at that. What is going on, on here, kid? kid? Come yeah. on. Patrick Wilson, how about some parenting, man? Got to get that kid a haircut. <laughs> now, this is Ty. What's this kid's name? I, it uh, is the same kid from the first yeah, one. It is. He was just in something as an adult. Yeah. You're oh, right. Is, is he in The Whale? Is he the kid from The Whale? Possibly. You might be right on that. Yeah. I'll, I'll never know the answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to. No. Uh, all right, we're spooky scary. I like oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we're getting there. Oh, shit, a digital metronome. That's the scariest one of all. Oh, my God. It's like you pressed <laughs> oh, the wrong button on GarageBand. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Marsha from Stranger Things? I could almost see that. There we go. Oh, there it is. Creeping me out. Yeah, this is Ty Simpkins. He is in The yes. Whale. Uh, he's also the little kid in Iron Man 3 who they brought That's back right. to that fucking funeral. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not that scary yet. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking Tiny Tim song is terrifying. That um, is terrifying, yeah. That guy was a huge creep. Wonderful musician, though. Yeah. <laughs> Voice of an angel, really. Uh, All right. It's, I don't know. Has anyone just change. tried leaving that ghost realm alone? It's just, well, you know, they don't want to be fucked with. It's for ghosts. You're not a ghost. Would <laughs> exactly. you get out of the ghost realm? Get the hell alone. Totally. Exactly. Well, there we go. All right. But look, look, I am, I am very happy that they didn't ruin the twist at the ending. When Tar comes in, Lydia Tar oh, yes. for, for Patrick Wilson is like, mm-hmm. "What did you yep. do to my metronome? What did you do to it? <laughs> she you touch it? I, I got I got up in the middle of the night because you touched my <laughs> metronome." Even the video game composing like washes <laughs> out, and she has to go do the con- conduct the symphony, the symphony of the damned in the ghost <laughs> yes. dimension. Oh, like dude, it. yeah. Now that is her ultimate terrible gig. Right. Satan's uh, conductor that's for sure. Um. So Lee Wanell story credit here, but he didn't write the screenplay. Okay. Um, this is another ghosty movie we got on deck here, huh? Lots yeah, we got a lot, dude. Um, but this dude, Scott Teams, uh, who has the writing credit, also has a writing credit on uh, Halloween Kills. So mm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I do not know. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, I know, Kevin. Keep it together, <laughs> man. We got one more trailer here. Uh oh, yeah, here we go. There a haunting go. in Venice. Oh, now it's like a sad clown or something, huh? <laughs> what is that? It's, it's a skull, dude. But the skull doesn't have a nose. Yeah, well, in this movie it does. Um it's a special skull. Of course, the third in these Kenneth Branagh, Agatha Christie. Oh no, it's oh, what are you serious? <laughs> I didn't know oh, what this is at all. I just I figured was, it was yeah, like a monster a, movie. Yeah, like a ghost in Venice or something. Yeah, no, not like a haunting in Connecticut, friends. This it. was like the sequel to the Pope's Exorcist. He just like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> drives over to Venice. Yeah, oh, it just, I mean, they just greenlit it image immediately. Sign me up for that movie because that fucking first movie does set up a whole bevy of sequels, which I would watch. I uh, haven't seen it yet. I'm excited to check it out, though. Now, I just watched the first one of these, the Murder on the Orient Express remake. I did not see, what was it? Murder in... Oh, that's Death on the Nile. It's... Uh, Death, Death on the, the Nile. I didn't yeah. see that one. I saw the first one. To fill the Nile. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's why well, I, I watched a... it for that. And Army, I think Army Hammer is in that one. It is, because yes. that was like, after all his stuff came out, I was like, how do we manage this movie? Mm. 
And the thing was, it came out and still made a ton of money. So here, here we, we are, are with A Haunting in Venice. Oh, I really okay, thought so it was going to be a goblin movie or something. Me too. All right, so uh, you if... fucking wish. <laughs> all uh, right, Steve, are you ready? Yep. Oh, all right. Three, two, one, go. So if Army Hammer was the last one, which cannibal is going to be in this one? That's my Ooh, interesting. I don't know. Uh, maybe one of the Italians from Cannibal Holocaust? I like that. Possible, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> Everyone? Cannibal Man from Cannibal Man. <laughs> who? All right. Who do we got here? Oh, that guy. Yeah. He was on uh, The Path. Oh, yeah, that's right. That guy kind of like, sucks, actually. Yeah, he's like Heath Ledger light. <laughs> yeah, I saw him in that awful uh, Rosalind movie. Hoo, hoo, hoo. The fuck? Okay. I'm okay. okay. All right. That's That's not nothing. So I know it's a fucking seance, but someone turn a light on. No. <laughs> looks boring. Huh. This looks boring. So yeah. is there, I mean, look, my guess is because Agatha Christie, it's not actual ghosts. Of is the course. Idea. Yeah, there's no paranormal shit here, man. It's This is like. They're trying to trick of, you. It's Scooby-Doo. It's, it's Scooby-Doo. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Where's that giant fucking mustache already? I know, yeah. Yeah. Where is he? <laughs> We, got well, we are girl. really pretending that there are ghosts in this. <sighs> oh, yeah. Well, because people want ghosts, Steve, so they have to bring in yeah. them in through oh, the ghost. Guys, guys, that's that Tina, Tina Fey, Fey oh, wow. in this movie. Oh, oh boy. there we go. There's that <laughs> oh, mustache. Yeah, he's the oh, hammer drop. taking a piss? <laughs> <laughs> Let if it it's just Poirot just taking a huge, chunky piss, <laughs> man. I like to piss I mean, in the faucet. <laughs> Maybe not in the book, but in this movie, it looks like there are ghosts. Which, uh, yeah, I just uh, sound off in the comments if you know the book and if there are ghosts, because uh, I'm never gonna watch Jesus. it. Jesus, death is just the beginning on nine fifteen. Uh, uh-huh. uh, my ghost will be there. I will not be in attendance. My <laughs> ghost will be. They will be there. Stay out of the ghost dimension. Yeah. <laughs> Lousy Riverdale punks. Uh, someone says. It's a short story, apparently. Okay. Okay. Uh, which means not as much source material to work from. needs to be a two and a half hour feature I, exactly. film. It's a short film. So it's going to be a two and a half hour movie, of course. Oh, absolutely. Every fucking time. It's like 50 pages, I bet. Chock full of ghosts. Oh, yeah, all ghosts. I don't know. I, I do not know. know. I, re- I really don't. I, <laughs> I don't know how this movie, these, this series became a thing. I really money, don't know money, why. money, money, money. Yeah. I money. guess well, you know, we we be, it is. we belabor lack of like uh, uh, movies for adults, and if it's yeah. not like a granny getting fucked in a hotel, <laughs> I guess it's gonna be it, this. Isn't it? Yeah, I guess that's it, isn't it? Yeah, it's this is as close to adult as we get in the yeah. balls out the granny adventure. I like that. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I shouldn't. So this wasn't. Uh, the last one wasn't a super hit, actually. I'm looking yeah. at the numbers here. It did. So this is February of 22. Domestically, just over 45 million. Not great. Worldwide, 130 million, give or take. Yeah, not a huge sensation. So I think this is one of those, like, there's so little non-superhero things for adults. Yeah. These but, do kind of okay. Is this, but I even that one, like even went uh, with a current travel agent Army Hammer in it. Uh, <laughs> no, I think man. they don't really have like other than uh, 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 Michelle Yeoh. I don't know if they uh, those aren't stars. Like Tina no. Fey, I maybe the girl, uh, the lady from uh, Yellowstone. Like I'm just like 
Yeah. I, I guess. I don't know who that like, is. You got I, Jamie Dornan. That's kind of a oh, big deal. Also, yeah. like, uh, but like, uh, at, at maybe if it came out around like when Fifty Shades come out, he's a star then. Yeah. But like at this point, none of this other than Michelle Yeoh really is like, oh, hey, you know who's actually in this movie? Um, and she's Brana. not a she's not a household name, but uh, Camille Catan, the the woman, um, the French actress, she was in Stillwater with Matt Damon, and she was in. Um, like House of Gucci, she's oh, like oh really? She's the she's the woman that um like Adam Driver leaves mm. Lady Gaga for. So she's okay. she's like right. a total under the radar actress, but I think she is really great. So that's kind of interesting. So I wasn't gonna buy a ticket before, and I'm still not gonna buy a ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you're safe there, dude. I think you're safe there. Um, Good rental. All right, so here we go. We kind of got into it a little bit, but uh, let's do some non spoilery thoughts here on the big one for the weekend. I think. The order of liking it is Steve the most, me somewhere in the middle, and Chris at the back end. And I didn't see it out of support for the writer's strike. <laughs> of course. <laughs> While uh, you were going through all of the Eric was going to write Blade 2, the, the, Blade, the Blade movie this weekend, yep. but he just couldn't. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. Uh, uh, I will say that from when I left the theater on Saturday afternoon until now, I have lightened a little more on the movie but um i still think it's quite uh the speed of the other two so uh steve maybe start us off with uh you know your thoughts and yep, liking just, it as much as you did yeah just helicopter it it you know yeah. i think that it's uh it's definitely the least of the three that's 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 an easy one that was almost yeah. almost baked in you know what no, i mean but nobody's fighting that the yeah. first two were mm. just so good uh and you know the second was so surprisingly good compared to the first one i like the first one the, the best now thinking about it because uh-huh. it has the most of that anarchic energy which does lessen with each movie and this movie has the least of it um right. i think this movie has the worst soundtrack as well i promise i'll, I'll start liking <laughs> it in a second um because I, I think the, the, the holes which is a great joke in the second movie the zoom which opens it up to all kinds of music all this music it just becomes clumpy and like just it does sort of feel like you are listening to someone soon in the mid-aughts where it's like oh now i'm listening to this song now I'm listening to the, the acoustic radiohead version now i'm listening to whatever feist or whatever the hell is at the end of that movie you know what i mean yeah. all, all sorts of stuff so yeah. long story short though i really i think that the, it does really well with all the characters that it has i think you know uh karen gillen's fantastic i think palm uh Clementif is really great as mantis i love what they and i love what they 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 give them to do and i think that like i do think that chris pratt as star lord has a ton to do he has a lot of emotional investment here it's very funny the, the sequence when they break into the facility is really funny and sharp and visually interesting similarly counter earth is really sharp and visually interesting and i wanted to look up the guy's name because i don't want to butcher it uh but he was great in peacemaker as the villain and he is also great here uh which i think it's chuck woody something hold on uh as the high evolutionary uh Chuck, I'm gonna look Chuck, it up. Chuck Woolery, huh? Yeah, Chuck Woolery is great. Uh, Chuck Woody, Ch- Chuck Woody, Uh Yeah, probably butchering the pronunciation. He is a great cigar chomp and villain. Uh, again, in that sort of high status mode that Lee Pace is, you know what I mean? Like, how dare yeah. you? Blah blah blah. Ruin my golf course, kind of. <laughs> I think that, and I think that he plays well in, against these characters, and I do think 
the big thing is the animal torture stuff, which is the rocket flashbacks, which that's not a spoiler. That's everywhere now that those are. Oh, and I mean, yeah. that's something that's been like sort of set up in those earlier movies. You see like rockets back and it's all sure gnarly and like. It does make you feel more for the character. I do think that we could have done with less of it, but it doesn't bother me, especially with, you know, Gunn being a, a vegetarian, kind of an animal, animal rights guy. Like, that's what we're kind of talking about. I think there could, again, could have been less. We could have toned down the heat a touch. But if, overall, I really liked it. Had I known there was so much animal torture in it, I would have gone. <laughs> oh, you would you would have crossed that picket oh, line, dude. Well, if, if, if you're if you're fucking kicking around a raccoon in there, yeah. Sure. I will say, like, I just I just don't agree that any of that was necessary because, like, I fucking get it, man. I saw two movies with this little thing with the scars on its back and yada, and like, it just it stops everything dead. And frankly, like, again, this isn't a spoiler because it's like the inciting incident of the movie and the reason for the flashbacks but like for one reason or another rocket is sidelined for a little bit of the movie and by a little bit i mean most of it and you don't realize how much bradley cooper plays into all this until you get a movie where 85 percent of it he's laying on a table not doing anything yeah uh so that really took me out of it um I, yeah, you know, I think it's interesting. And I was, I was sort of working on this idea after coming out of the theater, but like, this is the first Guardians movie since like all of these characters were run through the fucking Avengers ringer. And I think that really sort of puts them all in this like, not as, I mean, traditional Guardians position meaning the two other movies we've seen where it's like, Mm -hmm. it's just bouncier. And like so many of these movies are fucking dour. Like you got cancer storyline in that Thor movie and so on. So like, I don't know. I just, I look to these movies to sort of like remove myself from that stuff. And like, you're just in it with this shit. And like, because of all the events in Avengers, like Gamora's just like whatever this other character is now. And that did Mm -hmm. Absolutely nothing for me. I think Zoe Saldana is great, but I just didn't like where everybody is left with her by the end of this movie. Like, it just everything about that was like, it felt a little shoulder shruggy to me. And honestly, the part that felt most Guardians, most like goofy, you know, whatever, was all the shit with like Craglin and that dog. Yeah. Okay. Anytime they yeah. cut back to them, I was yes. like, okay, this is the tone. But Maria Bakalova as uh, Cosmo is Cosmo. Cosmo. Yes. Yeah. And I yeah. just, I wanted more of that. I mean, you know, you know, I don't know that anybody was really pumping their fist for more Craglin uh, besides <laughs> Sean Gunn, but like, I like that character. <laughs> sure. And him, like, you know, trying to master Yandu's arrow is interesting for me. And they're just like kind of barely there. I think yeah. Bautista's fucking great. Yep. Uh, Palm Clementif is great. Uh, you know, Pratt, again, you know, I I would watch him do this again if they wanted to. It just, there was something about it all that just didn't work right. And honestly, as far as the villain goes, Steve, I was not picking up what that guy yeah. was putting down at all. And I wonder if it was something to do with like the time in which I went to the bathroom. Cause I just feel <laughs> like, cause you know, I was at draft house. Sure. I was drinking. And like I had to go to the bathroom and I feel like I maybe just missed something that was a little more key to that character or something because I was like, I don't know what this guy wants other than power. 
no, no, no you didn't. Happened. You didn't miss. You didn't miss anything. You didn't miss fucking anything, Andrew. Here it comes. Like, just please. <laughs> I have pulled the guy. plug from the dam. Here we go. All right. Fucking like, it'd be one thing if they focused on him and he was the actual like that. If that was the real hone of it all, but like, if that's what we were centering in, I was this this fucking confrontation between Rocket and him, which does happen eventually. But like. Yeah. It's he's just in this morass. Like I was just kind of like exactly like you. I was like, oh, he's just here to be like, oh, hi, I'm the villain guy. Hello there. Uh, see the suit? Yes, very villain like, right? Uh, and I talk like one too. Uh, I don't buy the vegetarian shit as the reason for this at all because it's not like they're being eaten. It's not like any of that. If anything, I buy more like we shouldn't be uh, uh, experimenting on animals well, yeah, uh, sure. uh, well, Elon Musk. Oh, I disagree uh, with that well, I know you do Eric and I, I, I respect your opinion but like with the stuff coming out about Elon Musk and shit like that I can at least understand that part of it but like sure. that, wait, wait, that, wait, wait, wait. What, what, how, how does this fucking prick work into this discussion he, he's, he's also he's, he's been out he, he tested stuff on, on like well, he's trying to do like, I'll make monkeys so smart yes, I put Boy, you'll be sorry. Your face will be red when I create the planet of the apes pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh, what he is essentially man. trying to do, the, the genius. Yes. Uh, but Which I think, I mean, I, I think that damn. that's the, I mean, yes, vegetarianism and I think animal testing kind of go head to head. I mean, I, I don't see it that way because because sure. he's, he's been really pumping it up about that part of it, which yeah. I, if that's your opinion, that's fine. But I don't think that's what sure. he's showing here. Uh, the bigger thing to me is like the, the rocket thing. I honestly got all I need. Like, I don't think this adds anything to him. Like, no. him hanging out with the toys from Sid's backyard is not, <laughs> like, is not to me some great key into a personality that I already know. I know him already. It's not. I like, agree. I, like, it's, it's nothing. There's nothing. And then, so literally the only thing you have it there for is for bad vibes, for the one fucking series where the whole fucking point is the good vibes. Mm. And then, like, it's not so even that. What, what, sorry, Can I ask you ahead. something, Chris? Sure. Was, was it was it just too scary? Was it too scary? <laughs> I was under my seat and I was like shivering for most of it, so I didn't actually watch it all, Steve. Chris so that, watched half the movie like this. It's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, is it over I yet? Do, I do think that one. Uh, I, in your opinion, is totally valid, and I, I know a lot of people were really turned off by it, and I, it does. You know, I think it gums the movie up in uh, you know not advantageous ways, specifically in a movie that you know should be mostly primarily a comedy as all these are primarily comedies. I just do think that like, I, I found it kind of sweet that there is like this, I don't know, like there's like pushing on the trauma and the torture of it all makes rocket a stronger character to me. And like sort of at hmm. the end when he does confront him, when he does have his like sort of signature line there, which I'm not going to say here. Yeah. It moved me. I was like, you know what that, you know what we've all gotten there. I do full wholeheartedly agree that like it's just too heavy we're too heavy-handed with it if it was halved if it was like seven minutes instead of 15 to 20 of like i would have got it oh man that sucks look at all right. these sweet other characters look at the kid characters from Sid's backyard uh but i'll let you continue i'm sorry <laughs> i know i mean i i don't have like much to say. I just like and the the soundtrack stuff i mean that is yeah. we are I, I, I don't know if we're ever going to get out of it now, gang. The playlist movies are here to stay, I think. Like, yeah. uh, you're going to have these movies where they just, let's have a soundtrack that uh, people from who grew up in the 90s uh, or the early aughts really like. Well, even and Air, therefore, even, they'll like the movie. Even Air did that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Air, I, I'm oh, telling yeah. you, it's yeah. everywhere. Like, Craig Gillespie does this all the fucking time. 
but this, I think all Disney movies do this now too. Love and Thunder did it. Uh, uh, Quantumania to a lesser degree did it. But, but to be these, fair, they started it. This is the movie that yeah. started it. But and and that's why it's most disappointing, though, yes, because yes. like with the other two, it it's a playlist, and there's yes. a difference between a a curated playlist and yes. a collection of good songs strung together oddly. And like that's all of the song. I think I don't know about all because I don't remember them. But like the drops that I remember, I remember thinking like, great song. Feels kind of weird here. Yes, it, it yes. does. I mean, it, it has that feeling of literally being at a party in you know 2009, and somebody has their iPod in the thing, and like I go up to it, I'm like, "Ooh, I like this one," and then Chris goes up to it, and he goes, "Ooh," I like, which is actually what the characters are kind of doing. So that like maybe I'm giving it too much credit, but it still doesn't work well, thematically as a movie, and it's it's weaker than the other two because the other two were much more narrow in scope in terms of like when the move the songs came out. Right. If this party you're speaking of was awake, I'd understand that. <laughs> um, but like that, that uh, uh, but like I, I really do like the 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 no like everybody likes the no sleep till Brooklyn uh, s- uh, sequence, and I'm just yeah. like, what connection does this have to anything other than badass? And then uh, I, I, the other one that drives me insane, and I know we all have very mixed re- uh, relationship with this movie. They use. <laughs> Right before the last big sequence is about to happen, they do the same needle drop as Empire Records does when they're ending their movie. <laughs> and I'm telling you, that was a direct missile towards like people who graduated in 2001. Yeah. Like from high school. <laughs> like that was a direct missile. They were trying to get them so keyed in because like, isn't this just like Empire Records, everybody? Aren't we having so much fun? <laughs> Didn't you enjoy the 30 minutes of uh, uh, raccoon torture that's in the middle of Empire Records? <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? If they use the amount of like dark shit that something like Empire Records has instead of like Animal Holocaust. Sure. Uh, that's Sounds that's good. a way easier way to sort of write the vibe. Gambling? Ship. Gambling's fine. Right. You want to go gambling, you got, a gambling issue? I'm gambling, cool, man. gambling, little bit of a pseudo suicide situation sure. there. Uh, you know, but the move that movie manages to pull out of uh that in a way that this kind of doesn't. I will say another big complaint, because I thought the guy was actually uh really good. I always forget um that this dude exists. Uh, this actor Will Poulter, who's oh, yeah. been in you know a bunch oh, yeah. of things, he's great. But he, he's like a fucking Maze Runner kid, so I, you know yeah. I don't fuck <laughs> with that. He's but, great, and Where the Millers, uh, a really good oh, little comedy. Yeah, uh, never got a uh, chance he's like, to see it. He's one of the fucking douchebags in Midsommar, I think. Too. Yep. Yes, he is. But like you know him as Adam Warlock, which is kind of like it's you know they're sort of building him at the end of that second movie. I was like. Pretty cool, pretty big character. Yeah. Where's this dude through most of the movie, man? Fucking snoozing well, the, the somewhere. Movie, well, it's weird, that was a weird thing. I was curious whose idea Adam Warlock was. Maybe Marvel was like, you got to do Adam Warlock. You got to do Adam Warlock. And it's right. like, sure. What if we forgot about him for 30 minutes at a time? Um, <laughs> yes. And dude. I mean, I'm sure that a lot of like dudes with tattoos of Adam Warlock were very upset about that. I thought, <laughs> I, I mean, yes, I do think like you probably want one more story beat for him to work uh clearer and cleaner but like i was okay with it i i do love the moment uh when the high evolutionary comes in to dress down elizabeth de becky and has to stand on a on a on a pedestal to do so yeah i was like that's hilarious i, I don't know it yes. just <laughs> yes, little touches funny. like that i'm like these are this is still the movie that i love i yeah. wanted them to push a little more of the weird like 
incest shit because you've yes. got like both of these like attractive gold beings and yes. he's just like oh mother what should be doing now mother oh mother what do you think about this and I yes. was like mommy what's the fuck yes. <laughs> Like, that's kind of going on there, but they don't really uh, do much with it. Mommy wanted to fuck at the end of uh, Guardians 2, was it, where yep. they show up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then it's, and then, what, like eight years pass by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a long time. This blood that's vendetta, they've, they've, they've had it simmered on the stove for a little while. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, anyway, folks, yeah. there's sort of some spoiler-free-ish thoughts. Um, yeah. You know, I, I still think like it's a recommend. Like I, yeah. I would say people should go have fun and go see it. And who, you know, maybe I'm gonna pull I'll get on my fucking bullshit where like, you know, it'll be streaming sometime next year and I'll be like, you know, we re- 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 watched that Guardians three and yeah. uh, I was kind of wrong. But I, I don't know. I'll <laughs> yeah. have to see. I just really was taken aback by the vibes and that was uh, a bit of a bummer. For sure. Um now Eric Siska yes, you sir. did uh your own kind of movie watching this weekend and uh, you got a couple of updates from the field that we're going to what are, what are we saying Steve? Well he's just in the middle of it he was solidarity it was all about solidarity. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah that's why I wasn't oh, he, at the uh the movie theater yeah. That's why he he rented movies that have no writers. He, he was so good for, he was so good he he kept it up. Exactly. It's good for him. <laughs> well I have a feeling with a couple of these uh you may not be able to tell that they were written by people in a yeah. segment we call Secret movie. That movie wasn't supposed to see the light of day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Eric, you have two here, one of which I've been kind of uh, dancing around for a while, but you did pull the trigger on The Ritual Killer. The Ritual Killer. My God. Take in this poster, folks. Oh, yeah. Look at that. You Um, got uh, Morgan Freeman not knowing where he is. Cole Hauser. Out of the two secret movies, this is the one to see. Yes, of course, Redbox Entertainment. Yeah. Yes, um, totally. I also love the the shoe polish he's got. He's sporting there that Cole oh, Hauser. Look dude. at that, dude. Oh, yeah. this is, Morgan Freeman barely in the movie, of course. Cole Hauser yeah. throughout the movie. Oh, I'm a cop. Cops like whiskey. Oh, 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 what's that? I'm having a vision of my dead daughter. Oh, my daughter dies. <laughs> These are all original things that I like right. to hear. Yeah, yeah, See, I, no I, right. This much. is because the fucking robot wrote it. And but what's very interesting about the movie is it's yeah. all. Uh, it's he 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 he's investigating a crime scene. And they're taking kids and they're torturing them and killing them. Oh, it's no. sort of QAnon adjacent. Oh wow! Ooh. To wrap it even further, they're being ritualistically killed by a guy who's like the descendant of the Zulus, and it's like this whole oh wild yeah, thing. yes, oh, exactly. that sounds like madness. And you get Morgan Freeman in there, so it doesn't seem as racist because he plays a professor of African studies, and he's just like, Yo. "Oh yeah, he's trying to harness their muti, and how he does that is he has to cut off their genitals while they're still alive. Yes, children's genitals while they're still alive. And you know something, Cole uh, Hauser ain't too dissimilar from those vaccines made out of stem cells." Oh, that we're is talking beautiful. vaccines a little bit. One line, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're signaling to all the worst people, and multiple times during the movie, it is a bad movie. But due to the fact it's willing to go there and be, you Crazy. know, contemptible, it yeah. makes it interesting in a way that 
the other secret movie is just not we, interesting at all. We are we are working on a, a Cole Hauser right wing entertainment universe here. Yeah, because he's got Ritual Killer. He is a mainstay on Yellowstone. As what, what sounds real? like exactly yep. this character, also putting the shoe polish in Dude, the beard. There is even there's even scenes they try to be globe trotting. There's some guys like oh, and some guy on the phone's like, yes, I'm, a, I'm an Italian cop, and they've taken six children out oh, of wow. Spain. You know, oh. it's like this whole thing about children going missing around the world. I think about wow. you're you're convincing me, dude. Shit. Yeah, uh, it's just uh, interesting. So I was doing you know doing the prep work this morning and so eric i was looking over this fellow here so written and directed by this dude george gallo now he's also the director of the film trapped in paradise great movie Ooh. okay uh, you, what, he that's also, the nick cage movie yeah right uh yeah nice. him dana carvey yeah yeah, yeah. love it uh, yeah. love it yeah. yeah um and he also did double take the eddie griffin orlando jones movie oh wow jesus but now Here's here's where here's where the rabbit hole exploded. So he's in a uh he's created his own little um let's call it a cinematic universe. Because so so get this. This guy George Gallo, um a lot of also writing credits including he's got a story credit on uh Bad Boys. So oh, wow. every time every time they fucking make a Bad Boys movie this dude is just getting getting uh, character residuals, which is interesting. But another movie that he uh, wrote and they made sequels to, which I was unaware of until this morning. This dude wrote the classic film Midnight Run. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. So what they did was several years after Midnight Run, in the early 90s, we started a... A midnight runiverse what? Mo uh, movie world mm? where Christopher McDonald replaces De Niro's what? character. <laughs> okay, and let me tell let I me tell it. you, right here's the thing: all three of these guys, three in 1994. So we are banging out these TV movies. Got okay, it. titles: Another Midnight Run, uh -huh. <laughs> Midnight Runaround. Okay. <laughs> And you guessed it, because we are really doing fucking Wheel of Fortune before and after here. Midnight Run for Your Life. Wow, was. for your life. All Better of these than are Christopher McDonald playing the fucking... Uh, Skip Tracer. I, I will say it is better than yet another Midnight Run. If, if you're going to go, that I, I think that should. It, it's in, better to go for the inferior to a film that I love, Midnight Reach Around, which Ooh, is, oh yep, uh, yep. classic film, uh, powerful oh, yes. stuff. Uh, <laughs> I just so like that's going to be something to find in full on YouTube. I bet. Oh man. Uh, so Eric, we have another one here. Yeah, so I'll keep this brief, movie. folks. This is a terrible secret movie. But let's get to it. The best oh, no. man. Wow. That is right. Well, after I rented Ritual Killer, thank God I can write that off my taxes now that I told you about it. Can, well, I, right. can, I, make a, can I make a wild guess, Derek? Yes, please. Uh, there's far more Brendan Fair in this film than I would appreciate. Uh, you're right. You're <laughs> yeah. right. Oh, yep. Yeah. Uh, but the combo, an action straight to video, you know, straight to streaming action movie starring Dolph Lundgren and Luke Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Richie, that sucks that Richie Tenenbaum. Here. Yeah. Yeah. I had to check it out, and yeah. um, I wish I hadn't because 
you, you, it's like, it's a, it's a, contain, they're trying to do a contained thing where it's like, oh, we're getting all these people to my wedding. And Luke Wilson was a mercenary with Dolph Lundgren. And wow, is he going to be the best man in my wedding? Of course, the wedding gets attacked by other mercenaries. Oh. And <laughs> it's you, it sounds better than it is on paper because like, there's so much you could do with that. You could shoot mm. around the cake. The cake could explode. What? Stuff could happen. It's, you barely how, see anything in this movie. How how is that not the opening to whatever the next Expendables is? Why not just yeah. why right. use it for this shit? What the who yeah. cares? It, that sucks. It's 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 pretty boring. I have Does, to say. All right. Ugh. Does anyone say till death do us part before shooting someone in the head? No, I don't think so. Oh. Might as well title this missed opportunity then. Is it's not worth checking out, folks, unfortunately. Oh, uh, um, poor Dolph. Has anyone seen another movie that this dude wrote? I don't think he directed it. It's uh the Scott Adkins movie Close Range. I think I've been dancing around it. I don't think I've actually watched it no. yet, but I, I yeah. should now to see how bad we can make that I have, movie. I have, I have, I have not caught the Scott Atkins bug like like you folks, which is totally fair. No, you got to do it. You got to catch it. I got to catch it. You got to catch it. <laughs> Avengement uh, is good. What's that? I said Avengement is good. Avengement's a good movie. A good prison, prison type of movie, Avengement, I would recommend. And also Ninja 2 is my uh, favorite that he did. Oh, there you go. Uh, so those are a couple secret movies out there, folks. You can rent them right now, should you choose, before they fall into Tubi obscurity. Uh, but that's going to do it uh, for this week's uh, On Screen Live Now. The fun is only getting started uh, here in the WHMU, because uh, tomorrow, uh, Steve, We Hate Movies is back on the air. And what classic film are we talking about? Oh, The Weasel is back, ladies and gentlemen, because we're talking <laughs> Son-in-Law. Oh, Yes. Look at that classic poster, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it is. Oh, man. Eric, um, I think this is far closer to a WLM than anyone would ever think. I think so, too. We <laughs> yeah. we all kind of have a soft spot for this movie, and it looks like a lot yeah. of people do, too. So that's yeah. great. Yeah, so that's yeah. good. If you're, if you're out there in the chat, you're watching this, you think we're going to be totally like railing on the movie. No, it's actually, surprisingly, pleasantly, uh, a nice little celebration of Pauly Shore. Uh, what was not a nice celebration was when a bunch of 40 or just about year old men rewatch the cartoon Rugrats oh, no. uh, to do an episode for Animation Damnation, oh, which comes out Oof. this Thursday. It's a tough, uh, tough one, that folks. Was tough. That tough, was tough. tough watch. Fun listen, tough watch. That's, That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, but what was super fun and not tough at all was the two fucking kick ass episodes of 90210 and Melrose Place that we watched for this month's Melrose 210. Uh, you know, it was a pretty epic uh, 90210. I'll say that. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. oh man. It blew it I'll, out of the water. I, I, I'm going to be a little bit of a spoiler here. It blew it out of the water this 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 month. It really I'm did. I'm so bummed, honestly. I You could hear I have a bit of a cold. I was too sick to record that last week. So I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm just like you folks. I'm excited to listen so to So if this. you love Melro 210, which Steve usually hosts, if you want him not on the show, this yes, is the episode. There you for go. You. If, if that was your hang up about it, now is your time to shine. Uh, no, we missed Steve. No, of but, course. Uh, uh, you know, it, two really great episodes of this show. So that was a lot of, uh, you know, weird fun. Uh, so that'll come out on Friday on the Patreon. And speaking of the Patreon and speaking of things that release Fridays, if you missed it last week, uh, Steve and I did about almost 90 minutes uh, wrapping up that third and final season of Star Trek Picard on Making It So, which is available now on the Patreon as well. So, uh, 
you know, get that in. Great, uh, great convo was had there, Steve. Oh yeah. Um, so that was a lot of fun. But yeah, so that's that's it, gang. As always, a ton of content. Uh, but uh, thank you for starting your week with us, and hopefully taking us throughout the rest of the work week with you. Uh, so that's it. We'll see you here next week, Monday at noon Eastern on On Screen Live. Until then, I've been Andrew Jupin, Stephen Sadak, Eric Cisco, Chris Cabin. Take it easy, folks. Bye bye. That was a headgum podcast.